When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's BudPod 108. 108, 100 and late? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've, we've done the 2000 and late, 2000 and great. Yeah. What was all that we said before? Um, it was, we were talking, I think we talked about how it was the sort of the most devastating thing you could say in 2009 and maybe 10. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Uh, yeah. I, I'm alright, the hay fever is killing me. I'm sorry if I sniff everyone, I hay hate fever. them as much as you do. Yeah. It's that time of the year. You're like, um, you're like the first groundhog of spring. Basically, when you start getting hay fever, that means that winter is truly over. Yeah, it's all done. It's also because I definitely get the early one where it's like, everyone always, every time I say, oh, I always get my hay fever early, people always go, oh, trees. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's supposedly the tree pollen gets jizzed first and then the grass jizzes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you or can't have all the, that tree jizz. Or it's the other way. Or it's the other way around. I don't remember. Yeah, you can't handle the treaches. I can't handle the treaches. It's too powerful um, for me. And I'm happy to admit that, you know, my weakness. Um, do you not get it at all? Mm, I thought one year maybe I had it. But um, no, my dad has hay fever. I don't know if it's congenital. You can, But I don't... Um, no, I, I don't think so. I've never noticed... Uh, I've never noticed getting sick around hay. Not that I have been exposed to that much <laughs> raw hay in my personal life, but I don't recall me ever sort of <laughs> needing an ambulance if I've. Your, your past dad the has farm. hay fever. You can develop it as you get older. Great. Something to look forward to. <laughs> right, hang on. I genuinely, like, I blew my nose the second before we started recording. I've got to do it again. Hang on. One second. This is ridiculous. You, you have to do it again as, like, a ritual? Is this a, an OCD thing? I have to blow my nose three times. <laughs> Anytime Phil says his dad has hay fever, I blow my nose. <laughs> Ooh, lovely. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know what... Um... Oh my god, fucking creaky ass chair. I don't know what the, my body thinks it's it's doing it, that by helping. I think it does it think that there's stuff in my nose? Is that its logic? This is what I don't understand, right, about the immune system. And and you know like like all the the worst symptoms of a disease are always like the, your body's response. Or like the pneumonia that you got from you get from COVID is your body's response. To, <laughs> And and you and like why the what can my body just stop responding then? Why is it responding? What, <laughs> is, what's the bad bit? Because you get the virus and all the the when you feel bad, all the bad symptoms. That's your body fighting the virus. But if that's the bad bit, why? Do you know what I mean? Why was your body fighting the virus if 
the fighting is the bit that's making you sick. Yeah, what would the virus actually all? do if you if you just didn't react to it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, what if you had a pacifist body? Am I being stupid here? Because I... The- there's got to be a reason, right? Like the virus eventually gets so big, it 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 climbs into your brain and takes you over. Huh, maybe. I Clogs guess I was, of, what, what, maybe at some point it becomes like those that um, scary zombie fungus that inspired uh, uh, the Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. Cordyceps. I, yes, it is strange though. You're right. Like your body is like a kind of. Um, um, and almost a sort of a slapstick Mr. Bean figure. So the more he tries to engage in the problem, the the, the sillier he it all gets. <laughs> yeah. I don't get this. This is why I could never do medicine. <laughs> My mother's a doctor, and um, from an early age, if she if she was ever like, "Would you want to go into medicine?" I'd be like, "Nope, it's disgusting." Because I have to go and <laughs> I'd have from time to time would have to go and like meet her in the hospital or something. And it just, it'd be horrible, just the death and the smell of, it, it, it's, it's all this, all that death smelling so clean. You yeah. know what I mean? The, it's all so sanitized, but everyone's shitting themselves and dying. <laughs> but then it all smells like everything's just been cleaned. There's something really eerie about that. Like a murder scene. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like when a murder I've... scene right after the cleaning team's been in. You're like, whoa, there's something not right about this. Yeah, it smells stuff... like Dettol, but there's red stains everywhere. <laughs> when stuff is too clean. Yeah. Mm. When everything smells like lemons faintly, but there's still crime scene tape everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I find that, that there's always a slight rubbery smell in hospitals. Yes, yes, yes. The smell of those gloves. And a lot of rubbery sounds, a lot of squeaking and... <laughs> and you know it's and all all the chair surfaces are that sort of cheap kind of leather that kind of stick to your skin I don't know maybe I'm generalizing hospitals here but <laughs> I hate them it's um yeah I, I, I never wanted to most of most of medicine yeah it's like you say it's 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 a lot of death and stuff I didn't I didn't think I would get the corresponding high or to balance it out you know what i mean yeah yeah um yeah the the high of helping someone you mean yeah well the, well like the high of when you when you win i don't know for me that would balance out all the times i just have to like help an old guy shit into my hand yeah i mean that's most of it isn't it most of it yeah. is helping an old guy shit into your hand and then, and then, you, and like, then you have to look at the shit and you, you have to decide if it's good or it's bad. <laughs> you have to do that a hundred times and then you get to tell one kid that they're not sick anymore. It's a really, it's a really pathetic affliction, hay fever, because you know it's about nothing. There's no threat. It's not about anything. Yeah. Well, this is what I mean about um, your body. It's like, wh- what's this about? Is this all a load of nothing? This is all a load of fuss about nothing. <laughs> the whole immune system is all a load of fuss about nothing. Is is this all just that people need to calm down? Is this is this all it is? If my it's body like, can just go to sleep. The immune system is like when when there's some anger online about 
some development or uh, some anger online about an opinion that people have imagined other people have. So, like, for example, I, I always remember when when the first uh, when the lady Doctor Who was first announced. What's her name now? Oh, um, I, I don't know, because I haven't watched Doctor Who since I was a child. Jodie Whittaker? That's her name, isn't it? Yeah. Jodie Whittaker. When she was first announced at the first Doctor Who, the number of tweets from people like, oh, to, to all the guys, all the fucking loser virgins who are upset that there's a female Doctor. And I remember seeing somewhere that someone had actually looked at all these tweets, and the number of tweets compared to the number of... Uh, the number of tweets condemning people who were against the female doctor, yeah, far far outnumbered the number of people actually upset about there being a female doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and I remember. Do you remember that Gillette ad? Um, maybe I mentioned this before. Actually, the Gillette ad where they they changed the slogan only temporarily from the best a man can get to the best a man can be, and there was uh, an advert where. All these, it'd be like a guy sort of helping a young boy learn some life lesson or s- some guy chastising his friend for making a sexist remark. And then it, was, it goes, Gillette, the best man can be. I missed And then this. it said, Gillette, helping men be better. And, um, uh, and, the, and of course, it had this, was a, this caused a stir online. People were like, great, good on Gillette. And... Uh, Piers Morgan tweeted saying this new Gillette ad is ridiculous and then the Gillette Twitter account replied to him saying we've been waiting for you Piers like all sassy oh, God, and, and I just thought this all smells a bit rank so I, I watched this video again and at the end of the video it says the best a man can be dot org and it's like this idea that Gillette had set up some organization to to help with men's issues or to help men be better or whatever. Yeah. I thought it's a bit strange that there isn't actually a link. You have to type this in. Um, so I actually went through the trouble of typing it in. I typed in <laughs> the best a man can be dot org. And it just redirected to Gillette.com. No. There's no such there's no such thing. There's no such thing. But they know no one's gonna type it in. Because you know. <laughs> and and it just, it all struck me, these people, this is the the female Doctor Who phenomenon. They know the, the people will tweet about an imagined negative reaction to something. Yeah, people will go, oh, I, I haven't heard from my enemies in a while, but I imagine they're livid over this. <laughs> and so we, 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 we now skip a step. We skip a step beyond, like, like every time, um, uh... The issue of uh, every time not all men comes up, hashtag not all men comes up. Yeah. I never see anyone saying not all men. What I see are people going, how dare people say not all men? And and people going, I see the hashtag not all men is trending. Disgusting. Yeah, it's trending because all the tweets saying I hate people who say not all men. <laughs> it's like we've, we've skipped. We've skipped one whole step of the reaction now. We just we've skipped the actual reaction that we we want to get angry at just the our own angry reaction against the first reaction it's it's a funny logic as well because when i see isis trending i don't think it's loads of people going like go on lads hashtag isis <laughs> well exactly but anyway what i'm saying is this that's what i think the human immune system is yeah it's 
it's freaking out about something that actually isn't there. And it is the problem itself. <laughs> You're saying that uh, when you get pneumonia, it's your body trying to cancel your lungs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> your lungs have become problematic and your immune system is... <laughs> your immune system has this would your lungs <laughs> with a screen grab of a time that um, they were full of mucus. Yeah, is this is this you now that you want to not be full of mucus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We need to talk about the lungs. Uh, <laughs> mm. People are talking about the lungs, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I, it's it's mad that even the bbc news site is now like has has to engage in a bit of clickbait and listicles i mean yeah we're at an age where the genuine bbc news stories like i don't know five reasons why the eu has blocked vaccine exports it's like <laughs> is it important that there are five specific reasons i think <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just on the website now and I'm going to try and find one because it does really fucking annoy me when they do that because the that's definitely someone on the BBC going guys why don't we just be a bit more modern yeah you know like like all the other news websites and it's like no the whole point in having a kind of insanely funded public broadcaster is to not just blindly walk into the sewer the same as everyone else mm-hmm. exactly it's the last bastion of civilization it's the whole the BBC. point against the barbarian hordes of TikTok. Yeah. Most watched. Why cutting down trees can be good for the climate. Yeah, I saw that today. I was like, <laughs> did BP write this? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> by, by, by A. Lumberjack. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the ultimate, maybe good things are bad. Or like, maybe bad things are good kind of story. What, what is the reasoning? I, I didn't get a chance to look at this story. I, it's, it's, I cannot imagine how cutting down trees can be good. If, if, if the conclusion is, if you cut down a tree but replace it with six trees, it's actually good for the environment. <laughs> I, will th- I will throw shit at the wall if that's the story. I don't know. But see, I don't know and I'll never know. And here's why. Because a while ago, there was a huge thing in all the news websites where they went, we're piv- they kept using the phrase, we're pivoting to video. Right. And they all went, we're pivoting yeah. to, to, to video. Are you ready for the pivot to video? Pivot to video. And <laughs> like the American news websites are the worst for it. MSNBC and CNN are the worst for... I go on their page and I just want to read quietly to myself on like a bus or something without my headphones in. I don't, I don't have my headphones in. And I just want to read like yeah. a summary of this dispute in the Senate or whatever it is. And it's like a seven minute video with the... And it was like annoying swooshy logos and like an incredibly loud, another dispute. And yeah, here's what just this like yelling. And in, yeah, they they present the the latest development in the house as if it's e news. <laughs> yeah. And also like so, everyone thought there was going to be this pivot to video, and and there was like articles about it, and and like columns by other journalists saying here's why it's good or bad, and. The loads of newspapers or websites hired video editing whole departments and fired some journalists to free up the money, and it didn't happen. But the BBC is persisting in putting on these little fucking videos. Number four, most watched. Why did this church disappear? Get fucked. 
I hate this so much. <laughs> Why did this church disappear? Why did this church disappear? Well, it's not, it's not news. I guarantee you it's not news, whatever this is. <laughs> Well, uh, by the way, how how can be cutting how can cutting down trees be good for the environment? Did you find out? Well, I clicked it, and the summary under the video. Oh, I see. I, all right, okay. Um, just says uh, a massive tree, blah blah blah, um, works to restore an ancient ecosystem which can store far more carbon than trees can. I'm assuming it's a peat bog. Oh, I see. But then this whole news story could just be peat bogs better than trees. Because <laughs> again, right there, that there's a, it isn't cutting down the tree that's the good thing. It's the peat bog. Ideally, you'd have the trees and the peat bog. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it's, it's like saying uh, why cutting down trees can be good for the environment when the trees are nuclear. <laughs> Why did this church disappear? It basically the Nagorno-Karabakh war between Azerbaijan and, and Armenia. Oh yeah. They in the in the invaded territory there was a, a, a church. A church changed hands in the conflict and was and was destroyed. Oh. And they one and they're wondering who did it. That's it. Oh, I see. I see. Hmm. hmm. Well, it's not but, so much disappeared as just destroyed. Yeah, why did this church disappear implies that there's like a church in like Middlesbrough somewhere where everyone just woke up and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, like some uh, like a David Copperfield shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just... Uh. Speaking of old churches, have you seen the old BBC series Civilization from 1969? Well, you told me, you told, you were talking about this the other day. Uh, was I? I think so. Was because it, it was... I, Good, right? It, like an amazing series? I just started it on... Um, are you sure there wasn't a Ken Hom's food show from the, from the 80s that I, was, that I was talking about that time? Yeah. Uh, well, this, this is Civilization from 1969. It's on iPlayer. It's so good. It's amazing. It's, I mean, it's, it's um, presented by Kenneth Clark, who's this... I think he's literally a baron. And... <laughs> He has, like, the worst English teeth I've ever seen. But <laughs> it, it's... He just knows loads of stuff about old Anglo-Saxon statues and churches. And it's just about what makes a civilization. And he, he tracks over the course of Western civilization. Yeah. And... Um, it's just fascinating. It's so good. I, you, I think you'd love it. It's really beautiful. Uh, and he's always wearing a suit, no matter where he is in the show. If, so like, there's bits where he's presenting from a beach or like on the edge of a river, and he's still in this pristine suit with a, with a, a pocket fucking handkerchief. It's just, from, it's just like from a different time. It's really good. I highly recommend uh, Civilization. I I'd like that sort of thing where it's it's sober and and reassuring as opposed to just someone like zipping around in bright colors yelling at you. Yeah, that's right. I guess it'll, it'll be in the sort of same vein as Cosmos, um, which I haven't seen, the original Cosmos. Well, it just it goes back to a time when if you were having a, a meeting about making a documentary about history 
and someone in the meeting said, but what if some of the viewers aren't interested in history? Then the person would just turn around and go, well, then why would they be watching? And that would be the end of that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas there's this constant, like, we've got to try and engage new, you know, and that's very nice. But for example, there's no amount of we've got to try and engage new Blair that's going to convince me to, to watch a two-hour documentary, ten-episode series about something I'm not interested in. That's right. That's right. If, if I know I don't like it at a certain... I mean, it only makes sense. That approach only makes sense if it's aimed at children. It's a, it's a child's attempt. A, chi a child-based thing, isn't it? Like, oh, we've got to make sure 11-year-olds don't miss out. Whereas if you're making something for grown-ups, just, mm. just make it. Don't stop... Stop, uh, you know, all this angst about. What I mean, if the, people who yeah. hate this hate it. <laughs> it'd be very, it'd very, be, it'd be very difficult for civilization to to be modern BBC news page worthy. Like five reasons why the, the four statues at the entrance to Chartres Cathedral mark a new age for representation of the human form in. Uh, in Western Europe. <laughs> Did you know the Vikings got to Persia? Huh? Did you know the Vikings got to Persia? I did know that. It was my whole degree, of course. They went down the Volga all the way and then, like, to Persia? Yes, yeah, yeah. Thor in Persia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the new movie, isn't it? Thor in Persia? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, they they traded in Baghdad, and uh, uh, Harold Hardrada, who was uh, fighting in 1066, you know, was nearly the guy instead of William the Conqueror. He'd served um, as a mercenary in the Middle East and fought in, I think, Sicily or Sardinia or somewhere as well. Done a few sieges, worked for the Byzantine Emperor. What's amazing is how much these people were able to travel back in a time when your your life expectancy was 32 years old. Ah, but that's just on average. Ah, so if they were like a king boy, they'd they'd be, what, forty? No, no. The way life expectancy works is that if 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 everyone has ten kids and eight of them die at one, yeah, 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 sure. The remaining two could all live till they're seventy, but the life expectancy would still be like thirty. Okay, yeah, but we. I'm sure we don't have enough records of. Of you know, but we have the of, bones. Of, I mean, you can tell from the bones, right? Okay. Basi basically, right. here's the thing: like the the thing that people don't understand about life expectancy is that it's a rolling thing. So the life expectancy of a ninety year old is different to the life expectancy of an eighty nine year old. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. But the 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 whole point with medieval times is that like it, it was all about dying in childhood or or dying when when you were an infant. Once you made it to like fourteen or fifteen, you could reasonably expect to live to your sixty or seventy. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, they they all they're doing is exercise and eating vegetables. I mean, it wasn't you know. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, if you get it's a wound diet. that gets infected, you're probably fucked. And if you get any disease, you're fucked. But beyond that, you're essentially doing CrossFit all day. That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, you you go back far enough in history and um, to like biblical times, and people were living to you know a hundred and fifty eight. So <laughs> obviously, it was all right for some. Didn't Methuselah in the Bible they say he died at four <laughs> hundred? Uh, 
Now we are going to do some correspondence, I think. We are. It's true. This is um, a bloated correspondence special, even though half of it is already gone and we haven't done any correspondence. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I guess. I guess in that sense. Um, what do you think? Do you think this is all episode one hundred and eight and just two halves, or is it uh, one hundred eight and one hundred nine? Uh, I guess we might as well do the A and B again. We haven't done an A and B for a while. Yeah, we'll do A and B. All right. Um, okay, correspondence. We uh, quick a quick message from Mungo. Mungo. Yes. Wow. I don't think it's his real name. Okay. But, uh, dear PNP, open brackets, pet and breakfast. Oh, yeah, okay, I like that. Which um, one's pet, which one's breakfast? Yeah, pet. Pedicure and breakfast. Uh, Was well, like, uh, it's, it's bed and breakfast. Yeah, but he's spelling it with a P. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. What? No, I'm saying. No, no. I'm trying to think of like ped could be a pedicure and breakfast could be a pescatarian breakfast. Oh, I see. <laughs> you get your feet all shaved or whatever the fuck, and then you have a lot of uh, herring. Can you eat fish in the morning? It's a, it's a, it's a big ask, even for someone like me who can eat almost anything at any uh, time. It's it's the Japanese and the Scandinavians, isn't it? The the morning fish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I could if, if if it was a sort of brunch scenario. Ooh, so um, there's a load of booze. Basically, if it was later in the day, if it if it wasn't breakfast, you'd be able to do it. I could eat smoked salmon at eleven a.m. <laughs> okay, okay, that's an olive branch you're willing to extend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe half past ten. How it depends how early I've gotten up. Uh, what does Mungo say? Anyway, Mungo says, Just an observation on both of your laughs. Phil's laugh sounds like a goose that's extremely happy about laying its first egg. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, that one. Uh, while hmm. Pierre's hearty laugh sounds like Stewie Griffin doing an impression of the Jolly Green Giant. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. How would he sound? He's so happy because he's full of vegetables, that guy. Um, that's nice. Yeah. And he just says, uh, I bring news, your gospel is spreading through the podcast world while driving earlier today. Your podcast came to an end and, um, the next, uh, podcast uh, he had lined up came on, which was the World War II history podcast. We have ways of making you talk hosted by your oh, friend yeah. and mine, Phil, Al Murray. Yeah, 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 yeah. As well as James Holland, the excellent historian. Uh, imagine my delight, he says, and I hope now yours in hearing them begin a conversation about death and destruction through tanks with a classic fart joke. There you go. Spreading. <laughs> spreading around what is it about um, like just munitions and farts and poo that go together so well they're, they're all explosions they're all explosions of course <laughs> they're all explosions they're all things being shot out of tubes aren't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's um <laughs> it's a it's the it's it's the universal yeah, the universal human experience represented, yeah. Um Will gets in touch. 
Will. He, he, we will read it out now. <laughs> uh, he says, greetings, peepee boys. Mm-hmm. And he says, after hearing Pierre read out a spam email on a recent pod, I thought the below email I received a few months back would be right up your poo-covered street. Um, and I mean, says, like, he, that's he any signs street off the, in the medieval age is poo-covered street. Oh, yeah. Any Tudor street. That's the only reason Shakespeare is impressive, is that he could write all that while just wandering around with his legs covered in human shit. <laughs> the sign of a real artist. Um, he signs off with a joke that only makes sense if I read you the spam email, Phil, so I will do that now. Okay. Uh, so... It is from, uh, the email address it's sent from is something called Peak Bio Boost. Peak Bio Boost? Hmm. Is it, is it something, um, hmm, is that like a reputation management service for mountain climbers? Peak Bio Ooh. Boost. <laughs> Do you climb mountains and feel like you're not getting enough goddamn credit? <laughs> Do you feel like not enough people know where you were born and grew up? <laughs> well, Peak Bio Boost is a service for you. Sure, he's on top of the mountain, but who is he? Where did he go to school? How many brothers and sisters does he have? <laughs> we find so, out at Peak Bio Boost. Peak Bio Boost. Um, here's the, the subject line of the email. It says, 50 plus, eat this to poop daily. <laughs> is it food? <laughs> Gravel. <laughs> so I suppose it's saying 50 plus, as in if you're over 50, you should eat this to poop daily. Yeah. Wow. Poop. Spam has really moved on from my day. It used to just be about getting your dick bigger. Now it's just now it's just about shitting. Well, now everyone's dicks are so big, they can't shit. Right, yeah, because all the blood's gone to their dick. <laughs> There's no blood yeah. in the, going to the ingestion system. Yeah, they're downstairs is imbalanced somehow in a way that makes shitting impossible. Um, <laughs> unless Phil, unless so unless in the email, this. huh? Unless they eat a peak bio boost. No, no, it's it's um it's a bit weirder. So in the email. You know how it's it really fucks up your mind when in an email people play with font size? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for some reason they've made like the top bit of the email like size 87 text and the rest is they, in 12. They've, they've somehow managed to make an email look like a ransom note. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, or, or a 10-year-old's Word document. <laughs> so... The, the top bit in huge letters says, and it's underlined and in bold, just to really make it look like a title. Yeah. It says, epic poop story. <laughs> and then in brackets, don't make his mistake. <laughs> well, now I want to I know what this guy's mistake was. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in here before you get too excited, Phil. There's no epic poop story or person mentioned in the rest of the email. What? I know. Oh my god, that is that is clickbait to the max. Yeah. That is a pure clickbait. There's not even yeah. even a story there. I'd like to. You 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 wouldn't see this on the BBC. 
You don't see this on the email either. There's, there's nothing there. What epic poop story did this guy do by mistake? Um, so, it continues. Is your lack of pooping making you feel sick, dot, 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 bloated, dot, 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 and annoyed? <laughs> They're actually saying pooping. Pooping. It's full of poop. <laughs> poop pooping. Uh, and there's a lot of misused um, epsilons coming up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say dot 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 when they happen. So, mm. is your yeah, lack of pooping? Loves them. Oh, they love it. a certain generation can't stop putting dot 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 in things. <laughs> They've lived very suspenseful lives, Pierre. Yeah. Baby boomers. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very enigmatic. Lives. Yeah. Is your lack of pooping making you feel sick? Dot dot dot. Bloated. Dot dot dot. And annoyed. Ever wish you could just poop every single day, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and only poop every single day, non-stop. <laughs> I, I love the dot, dot, dot of it. Ever wish you could just poop every single day, dot, dot, dot. Next line. Like clockwork, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so wistful, uh, like a mad scientist. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost um, quite erotic. Yeah. So, essentially, it's almost like our response to reading the sentence, ever wish you could just poop every single day, is to look up from our computer at the sky and say, like clockwork. <laughs> Epic poop story. What happened Don't make to his mistake. Guy? Don't make his mistake. Yeah. So, ever wish you could just poop every single day, dot, 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 like clockwork, dot, dot, dot. Next line. Fully relieving your bowels instead of feeling like you never finished? <laughs> yeah. I think that's a symptom of hemorrhoids, isn't it? If you feel like you've never done chitting. Like you've, no, like you've not finished, like there's a yeah. bit left. Yeah. Um, I've had a hemorrhoid, incredibly. <laughs> Someone whose body's as perfect as mine has had a hemorrhoid. I know. I was surprised too. But yeah, it, it does feel a bit like that. Um, so they say, if so, you'll be happy to know that scientists have discovered an unusual nutrient which acts like nature's Drano too. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yes? Nature's Drano. Scientists have discovered an unusual nutrient. Anyway, so it helps you to act like nature's Drano, too, dot, 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 and the next three points are hyphenated. Point number one, help you poop up to 171% more than you do right now. I mean, have they just discovered coffee? <laughs> is that all this is? Is it just an ad for Lavazza? It's an advert for grain. <laughs> is it just an ad for a general for diet and a, a normal human diet and eating enough fibre? Sick of never shitting because you only drink sugar water like a bee? <laughs> Don't make his mistake. <laughs> Don't make B-man's mistake. <laughs> like Don't make my mistake. <laughs> I thought if I ate sugar water and only sugar water, I would poop honey and then I could eat my poop. But instead, I've just not pooped at all. Don't make my mistake. <laughs> Instead, my bumhole has sealed forever, and I have diabetes. Don't make my mistake. Don't make his mistake. 
<laughs> like clockwork, you could poop. <laughs> just, just don't dream of it. <laughs> so, so it says, help you poop up to 171% more. That's very specific. So not quite twice as much? No. Okay. I guess that's a reasonable amount more to poop. Eventually, it, something like this can be too effective and it can ruin your life. Yeah. It, it, it Also, up to 171% has powerful broadband yeah. speed up to 50 megabytes energy. Because that technically means it could actually halve the amount you're pooing. <laughs> if it's 50%, because that's up to 170 um, they also immediately undermine the maths, and they then go on to say, that's the difference between pooping about two times a week versus seven days a week. Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> that would be a 350% boost. Yeah. yeah, it would. Uh, of course, it's a dot, dot, dot as well. So it kind of sounds like we're saying it. So it sounds like they're saying in bold, help you poop up to 171% more than you do right now. And then we're going... Well, that's the difference between pooping about two times a week versus seven days a week. <laughs> like clockwork. <laughs> like clock, clockwork. Don't make his mistake. Yeah, don't make his mistake. Point number two. In bold. Quickly remove five to twenty pounds of backed up poop that's weighing you down. Five to twenty pounds. <laughs> five what pounds is earth? five pounds is two kilograms. Five to twenty pounds of backup <laughs> shit. I, I, if you have twenty pounds of shit in you, you can't eat anymore because the shit's already up to your throat. There's like, how you even, you can't even eat any peak bio boost because you're you're just full of shit. Your whole body's shit. Your blood's <laughs> been replaced by shit at twenty pounds. Twenty pounds. <laughs> that's that's nine and a bit kilograms, I think. No, eight eight and a half kilos. It's it's a it's a it's a like it's a. It, it's enough to, you know, you could get a good workout by doing bicep curls with that. If you did it's a like few, you've got, what, enough three of them. toddlers worth of shit in you, two or three toddlers. If if you have that much shit in you, you're you're in too much pain to concentrate on any epic poop story. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 too far gone. You're not reading yeah. emails anymore. So you feel lighter, more energetic, and less bloated. Dot dot dot. I mean, you would if you had twenty pounds of shit in you. You got rid of it. That's that's undebatable. They're, they're right about that. They're bang on. Um, boost healthy gut bacteria by up to again three hundred and forty-four percent. That feels like too much bacteria now. Yeah, yeah, that does feel like too. Feels like a, a crowded apartment down there. Yeah, that feels very much like a too many cooks type of situation. <laughs> That's that's so much bacteria that like you could get a verbal warning about when a shit's coming. <laughs> like they could all speak at once, you know. It's, it's coming. Like a very high crowd. Don't make his mistake. Don't make his mistake. <laughs> and uh, like, does this email continue? Yes. God, they I are long know. as well. That's the other thing. They're so long. Yeah. Establishing and they reiterate a, quote, the same point about 16 times. Yeah, it's for people, I think, who forget things as they read them. Mm. Because they're so full of shit. Because they must work, though. These Once or twice, they must work enough for it to be worth people con continuing sending these emails out. 
Well, I think it's a kind of just curiosity. So it says establishing a bulletproof gut so you can stay regular, be less sensitive to foods, be less gassy, and even enjoy a stronger immune system, dot, dot, dot. Then there's a hyperlink. Eat this unusual nutrient for, quote, perfect poops daily. And then oh, there's a photo fill. Yeah. And it appears to be a, a cross-section of, a, of a, um, a plantain or like a sort of breadfruit. Well, it could be worse with this email, what the photo would have been of. What, 20 pounds of poop? Yeah, just... <laughs> I, like, I like how perfect poops is in quotes, like you would... That sounds like a fun nickname for someone, perfect poops. Well, of course, um, you and I, before the pandemic, Pierre, we saw perfect poops live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> live at the Brixton Academy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playing uh, don't, don't Make His Mistake. <laughs> and this this photo, maybe it's tapioca, you know, like the weird like plant and it's all inside oh. there as grains. Oh, I know tapioca. I know What's... tapioca very well. Oh, tapioca gonna... and me go way back. I'm going to send you this photo and I want to know. It's interesting to me. I'm going to send you this photo and I want to know if you know what it is because you're more experienced with, with the exotic... Um, Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it looks horrible. It look, it's it's sort of cut. It's a cross section of what looks like a rotten boiled egg. See, I think it's like a plant, like a plantain or a semolina thing, because it, it comes from like a quite a almost like a wooden. Ooh, I don't like. There seems to be a sort of avocado like shell on the on the ground. But so see, out of curiosity, avocado. I think people who haven't been taken in by the epic poop story will still click it. Just to see what the fuck that is. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, yeah. There'll be some strange tropical fruit. There's not one I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of uh, strange tropical fruits. Yeah, man. It's weird. Um, also, sometimes, you know, like at the bottom of bad websites, it'll be like... British funeral planners need to know this now, and all those are kind of adverts. Dude, that, that, that's at the bottom of, like, the Independent website. Oh, the Independent is a <laughs> bin fire now. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why has <laughs> the Independent got ads saying people over 65 are due a big payday this spring if they have a funeral uh, at the same time they fill out their will, and and for some reason the person's holding a picture of their driver's license it's like yeah what the fuck is this this is the independent you're supposed to be a newspaper they're always um incredibly pixelated and holding up their driver's license unbelievable the websites you find those on it's 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 shocking but sometimes you'll find one and you scroll down and it's someone deep frying sliced up plantain or banana Mm. in like a sort of you know metal uh, cage thing in a deep fryer and the caption is eat this to it's a shit bed. Like, it's all about pooping. It's the same theme. Right. Hmm. Maybe oh, no, this, that's it. But, I mean, this might be targeted at you, Pierre. I think maybe this podcast has entered your algorithm. I See, the trouble is I do keep Googling um, how, to, how to poop like clockwork. Yeah. Yeah, how to, how to not make his mistake. I was just trying to buy tickets for perfect poops. I wasn't trying to... <laughs> That's, no, that's what the caption is. It'd be like bananas being deep fried, or it's more likely plantain slices because they're quite big. 
and they're being yeah. fried. But anyway, and the caption will be like, "How to this food will help you fully empty your bowels," and it's just like, who's walking around like clogs of shit? Just well, it must be a persistent problem. I don't constipation know. must be a lot more widespread than we and the rest of our internet obsessed culture, Pierre. Are giving credit for. We've become so superficial that we've forgotten to look inwards, quite literally. <laughs> oh, God. Just we're, we're forgetting about poops. <laughs> um, and what has Mungo. Because I think that's, that looks like the end of the email. Uh, so Mungo's sign off was just um, keep jacking it up to 171% more than you do right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, no, this wasn't Mungo. This was Will. Sorry. Oh, this is Will. Sorry. Sorry, Will. Um, sorry, Will. Uh, yes, Tom. Oh, Tom. Tom gets in touch. Tom. Uh, Tom's the bomb. Yeah. He says, "Dear Pride and Prejudice." I like that. That's very good. That's I really like that actually. Yeah. The the most uh, the most high class one we've gotten. Some respect. At last. Um, which one's Pride? Which one's Prejudice? Ooh. I'll take Prejudice. Callus um, <laughs> Wang. Callus Wang is definitely prejudice. Yeah, I'll take pr- I'll take pride. Yeah, you'll take pride. Yeah, toxic pride. Um, he says, uh, relatively new listener here, about to celebrate your fortieth birthday. As in the fortieth episode. It can't be, can it? This well, is, this must th- be. Th- th- that was back in a time where each yeah we were talk- we spoke about the numbers in terms of age, right? Maybe maybe he's only up to episode forty. Well, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. 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 Yeah, that must be it. So he says, I cannot tell you how happy I am to have found Bud Pod for all my poo-poo needs. <laughs> well, if he, if he has poo-poo needs, um, we've got an email for him. <laughs> There's this new nutrient I wonder if he's heard about. <laughs> uh, he says, I will be sad when I have to start waiting a week between these sweet, sweet episodes. Uh, anyway, as a poo connoisseur, I feel I have a number of stories to tell, and I'd like to regale you with one now. Uh, being at university, I am exposed to a large number of invitations for research studies. Ah, yes. Um, for a bit of money. Yeah. One of which caught my eye around the topic of gut biota. Okay. Um, how do you test gut biota without slicing up the participants, I hear you ask? Poo. Of course. Of course. And like clockwork. Like clockwork. 300% more biota. <laughs> I had never met the nice lady conducting the study, but had been informed she would need these samples. On our first meeting, I arrived with a fresh load gurgling above my precipice. Oof. Horrible. Um, Before even finishing our introductions, I asked her, how fresh do you need this sample? Because I'm about to paint the wall brown. Jeez, he said that. He claims to have said it. Gosh. This guy does not need any strange new plantain. Mm -mm. No, This This guy needs no nutrient at all. No, no. She handed me a sampling kit similar to what Phil must have used, the one with the nifty poo hammock. Yes, lovely stuff. The story that started it all. Of course. Um, Side story, me and the nice lady were laughing about the collection method and she told me of a fellow participant who didn't quite understand the instructions. Um, Our sample tube had a little built-in spade to collect a small amount of sample. That's right, it does. It's, It's in the cap. Yeah. That you screw back in. So, the, well, this participant saw Spade and thought, dig. Oh, no. 
and proceeded to very slowly fill the entire tube to the rim with shit. <laughs> Dig. Oh, I see. Like filling in a tube. Like fill all the way to the top. As opposed to like a lump, just filling it in like you're trying to cast a brick. God. <laughs> Proceeded to very slowly fill the entire tube to the rim with shit before squidging the lid back on and lovingly returning the warm vial. A 20 pound vial. <laughs> Anyway, an idea came to me for the second study stage. Did you know that coffee, mashed potato, and sweet corn make a very convincing fake turd? Coffee, mashed potato, and sweet corn. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Considering this was not my first foray into poo sculpting, okay, I decided in the second stage, blood samples, I would bring a container with sculpted turds along to hand over as a faux romantic gesture. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm confused now. So Tom is going to bring fake poo to the... To the research study as as a joke yeah. for this lady. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, this is quite romantic in a way. Um. Yeah. What I hadn't accounted for was at this stage. Uh. It, th- this stage wasn't being performed alone. Right. There were two other women being blood tested: her supervisor and an additional researcher who was present. Okay. I should also probably point out the zip on my side bag was broken, giving me little respite from the poo view, so people could see the poo. Um, I spent the next three hours trying to carefully hide the container full of smeared shit from everyone in the room. <laughs> I'm starting to be, get, get, be confused. So I think what's I think what he's saying is he got on. He didn't. It, it, I think he's ended up going out with or being friends with this person who told him about the digging of the poo tube. Yeah, okay. Because he says, me and the nice lady. And he says, an idea came to me for the second study to bring in a fake turd. I would bring a container with sculpted turds along to hand over as a faux romantic gesture. Okay, okay, okay. As a little joke, okay. Yeah, so as a joke. So, And the study has two stages. So you give them some shit and then they take your blood. So he's coming to the blood one now because it's his oh, second but... chance to, to see the nice lady again. Ah, but he's bringing some fake poos as a romantic joke at the second session. Yeah, as a funny thing because okay. they had a nice laugh about poo. But there are two other people there now. Great, great, great. Yeah, um, I mean, it must have gone very well the first time because this is a, this is a, a high-risk joke. It either went very well anyone. or this guy is nuts. Yeah. Um, okay, so so now so now the the fake poo is peeking out through his bag. Yeah, it's kind of there in his bag, this horrifying uh, mashed bag of shit, and he's stood in a room with the girl who's the target of the the fake poo, and two, two strangers, one of whom is her superior. Okay, okay, okay. I'm up to speed. I'm up to speed. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone noticed, but if they did, they were kind enough not to bring it up. I never got the courage to give it to her, although I later told her of my intention, and she thought it was a, a hilarious opportunity missed. Ah, well, that's nice. So they're clearly still good friends. I think I think Tom's presuming a lot of knowledge on our part here. Yeah, yeah. We have there's a lot of uh, reading between the lines. Um, yeah. Needed from us here. Yeah. Um. We have, uh, yeah, there's a lot of reading between the lines, but it's a funny, it's a funny idea slash an idea that will get you arrested. 
Yeah, probably not in a clinical um, context where the people are actively asking others for poo. I think you're probably a pretty good excuse in that in that case. Yeah, you have a <laughs> you have an explanation at least for your behaviour. They literally asked me for it. <laughs> it's on it's the sign, man. <laughs> Don't make his mistake. Or like um. <laughs> Like a really smug serial killer just sat in the police interview room saying, I'm sorry, officer. Is it illegal not to understand instructions? <laughs> like, you both know that you brought in the sack of horrible poo deliberately, but because you, you like that or whatever, but you're saying, is it my fault if I didn't quite grasp the delivery method? <laughs> um, well, thank you, Tom. I'm glad... Um your little romance or friendship, it seems to be working out. He signs I off. Wonder what, I wonder what he, he did with those fake poos after. Did he just sadly throw them in the bin? He just ate them for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> he signed off uh, Dr. Poo and then said, I'll explain this later. Gosh, wow. I mean, they're, they're, Tom likes to allude to things more than he does to tell people things outright. He's a very enigmatic man. Maybe very he sent that email. He's Dr. Pooh. Don't make his mistake. Ah, Dr. Pooh. It's an honor. <laughs> the Dr. Pooh? Dr. Pooh. Dr. Pooh, I presume. <laughs> of, of the Brighton Poohs? <laughs> um, well, that is the end of the first half of this two-week correspondence. Double parter. Yes. Yes, uh, we will We will continue in our world immediately. But in your world, listeners, a week's delay will occur. Isn't that fascinating? This is like uh, interstellar or something, where time can be experienced differently for different uh, people. Yeah, and we could pass messages back, like, don't make his mistake. <laughs> yeah, but in the toilet, instead of, like, dust coming off a bookshelf, it's just like... Dirty toilet water being flicked out of the bowl onto the, onto the floor. <laughs> Spattering on the wall and everyone ignores it because it's horrible. It's a message for my daughter. <laughs> Quick, eat these plantains. Uh, all right, well, um, enjoy the second half next week, everybody. Bye. Enjoy.